What's up, Football Fit Nation? Welcome back to another episode of Football Fit Radio. With me today, believe it or not, I have my cousin on the show, Merle McConnell. Merle, what's up, dude? How are y'all doing? Uh, you know, I'm doing good. Um, Merle, so Merle is in the military, um, and he's stationed. Where are you stationed down, Merle? I'm currently stationed at Hunter Army Airfield. It's in Savannah, Georgia. Savannah, Georgia. Awesome. Um, so Merle, uh, me and Merle obviously go way back. We're cousins. Uh, but Merle, no joke, is just always, was just as always into fitness as I was. Um, back in the day, we used to bail hay. We might have been the only two crazy people to actually enjoy it. And if you haven't bailed hay, try it. It's probably the best workout you'll ever do. Um, but anyways, yeah, Merle's big into working out, um, down in the military, serving our country. Um, so thanks, Merle. You, you rule. Uh, give us, Merle, give us a quick little kind of run through of, uh, you know, maybe what you do to stay fit and, uh, what you guys get after in the military to stay fit. Uh, so basically, um, I try to make sure I don't overtrain, but I do three weeks on of running, uh, with a week of active recovery and then three weeks of lifting, uh, with also a week of recovery or rest. And then I offset them. So I'm always, always doing something. And then I just do uh, basic bodybuilding lifting, but with also a little bit of CrossFit and then uh, a lot of like, um, you know, CrossFit with hero wad kind of deals on to end the week out. And I just try to do, try to be overly or overall um, well-rounded. So not huge and slow and not super fast, but, you know, skinny. So I try to stay well-rounded. <laughs> That's awesome. Cause like, um, we didn't even talk about this before this podcast, but when me and Merle were jamming a little bit right before we we got on the phone. Um, but literally but, football fit is what, what we're about is being an all around athlete, building that strength, but also, you know, you got to be able to, to run. Right. So we're writing mm-hmm. that same kind of uh, concept with, you know, building both at the same time. Um, anyway, so um, staying fit uh, Merle also, you know, the big thing about this podcast today, we are kind of just jamming about, you know, you wanted to go over maybe a little bit about setbacks, right? You had a few setbacks, mm. but man, you're freaking killing it. Um, so, you know, you want to go over that a little bit with us? Yeah. So before I even start, uh, this isn't really about me or my sort of accomplishments or lack thereof, I'd say actually, but, but uh, it's to help anyone that is, you know, struggling with, you know, unhappiness, maybe even depression. I wouldn't necessarily go that far. Uh, not like medically de- uh, depressed or anything like that. Uh, it's a little bit more in depth, but uh, also about like just setting a goal and like not quitting, uh, just doing whatever you have to, to get to that goal, because, you know, having it fulfilled is something that, you know, you'll have that forever. Uh, and, and the whole like quitting thing. So like there's the no quit attitude. It started with me in high school and my junior year of football, we were in the playoffs first round and um, a lot of, we weren't even, the game wasn't even at half, you know, at halftime and, and guys were already starting to quit. And that was the first time I saw that and what it looked like. And it really, really bothered me. And like since then, I, I, I always told myself I'll never quit anything again. And it, it honestly, I had quit a lot of stuff as a kid and like, I like, it didn't like basketball. So I quit. It, it just wasn't the right answer. Uh, but right. when I saw that in person, I was like, you know, I'm, I'm never again. So that followed me. And uh, just to do 
it's kind of a long story, but I'll make it as short as possible. So basically my whole life, basically since the second or fourth grade, I decided I wanted to enlist in the army and serve in combat. Like that was my goal. I was obsessed with it. As you know, I mean, (laughs) Oh, but uh, real quick, real quick. I have to chime in guys. You're going to love this. Merle is like known around our, you know, where we grew up. He I forget what age it was. Merle. I think he might've been 12. Like I was into soccer. So I, you know, I was working out playing soccer. He always wanted to be in the military, and I think we were maybe 12. And I was like, Merle, what's up, man? You know, what'd you do yesterday? I don't know. He goes, oh, I uh, slept outside my woods to get ready for the – I'm like – and we were like 12. But he was just always into it, which was really cool. But anyways, go ahead. Yeah, no, so, yeah, you know uh, and everyone that knows me well. Well, anyway, so I planned that my whole life, and then last second um, – you know, I'm thinking about everyone's, like, used to the whole go to college, you know, and I'm like, okay, so I hear about ROTC, and not that it's bad, but it just wasn't for me, but I thought, oh, mm-hmm. I'll be a leader. Like, officers are leaders, and I just didn't understand how it works. So I right. I got a four-year scholarship, and I signed, and I contracted, which locks you in, right? And okay. after that, I find out, like, you know, hey, officers don't really, like, necessarily fight. Like, that's not their job. They're they're more of controlling elements and, and, you know, talking on the radio and stuff like that. And nothing against that. Right. It's not what I wanted. So then right, right. it started – it's yeah, it started bothering me. And I'm like, oh, I'm trapped. And, like, yeah, not I what I want to do. And, yeah. Yeah, and, and go into the Army and, but like, be thrown in there, maybe not get infantry because that was my main goal. But I, like, it started bothering me. And then in 2010, that was my – started my sophomore year it really 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 bothered me because deep down I knew I just wasn't going to get out what I wanted right right Um, yep so that's when I just I I honestly started losing feeling like I didn't feel anything but bad and it 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 just kept getting worse because I couldn't fix it Uh, yeah so what I did was I just focused on getting infantry because as an ROTC West Point all that you have to earn your branch and you have to be in the top I I love that keep going yeah (laughs) our members know that keep going yeah, 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 I'll get to that, yeah. And uh, so I just did everything I could. I did intramurals, blah, 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 to get infantry. And I was in the top 10%. I got infantry. I went to the 101st. I did deploy with them as a platoon leader. I got my Ranger tab. I had to get it to be a PL. Like, if you showed up at that time without a, a Ranger tab, you were not going to get a platoon. I got a platoon. I deployed. Uh, but it wasn't what I wanted. It wasn't like the, uh, you know, it wasn't even close to what I was hoping for in that sense, you know. Uh, right, right, yep. And this this could be a whole other, you know, talk, but, like, my brothers had done yeah. way, way legitimate stuff, like Joel, Will, yep. Calvin, all the stuff they did. So I was, like, trying to, to meet that slash, you know, right. have at least something close to that. So then that, I get, you know, deployed. I got, you know, kind of a little bit out of it, and then it, it kept getting worse. So I got out, um, and then I started looking at, uh, actually backtrack slightly. So I started looking at going to Ranger regiment as an officer, but my year group yeah. closed. It's a, it's a long story, but it closed. So I couldn't. Right. And then I looked at SF oh, as an geez. officer, but at the end of the end of the day, and I got accepted for that. Um, they didn't close my year group. I wasn't too late, but deep down, I just felt like it's just not, it's going to be the same thing. Like I'm going to end up on staff. There's something like else you wanted more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I got out of the Army. I went to the Army recruiter, and they told me we did a great determination, and it's E-6 Staff Sergeant, only Special Forces. And I was like, no, I want to go to Ranger Regiment because Ranger Regiment's more, you know, it's just more brute force focused. And, and nothing what against you want that, to do. Just, yeah, I want to do Ranger Regiment. Yeah. So they told me, no, it, it, it's E-6 only. 
So I had to join the National Guard, and I went from captain to uh, E5 sergeant. So I had to drop commission, which was fine. Uh, yeah. This was a way to get there. Uh, and then I started looking at other options. Uh, I started training for, for a BUDS contract for the Navy. Uh, and it's funny, they actually were going along with me, and then it turned out that you cannot be a prior officer in any other branch and go to the Navy. So my oh, packet wow. got denied from their headquarters. I think it's in Kentucky. And then I actually got picked up for 19th group. I did their tryouts in West Virginia. I got picked. I was one of the top three. And it was very, very physically demanding. <laughs> if anyone's done it, they know. It's like carrying a 100-pound uh, uh, sandbag, like, or uh, I'm sorry, medicine Jeez. ball, and dragging a sled, like all this stuff, ruck marching, all that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I turned it down because I was, still, I was still competing for a contract, and they turned that down. I did another uh, selection. And this is when it really kicked in. It was a selection um, for a certain group, and they told me, you know, you didn't make the cut, and I didn't. I, I didn't even make it through the the hardest week of the week, of the whole process, which is kind of embarrassing, okay. but it's it's a good thing. It, it wasn't meant to be, but they told yeah, me everything like, happens hey, go for a get, reason, for sure. Exactly. They said go get uh, special operations experience, and you can come back and try out again. I was like, okay, so yeah, puts me on back on track. Uh, I even had a, a setback with the police academy. Like I, I wasn't allowed to do the one in Allegheny. I had to do the Beaver County one. And then oh, man. I got a, I started my police job, and then and that's when I was like set to go back in uh, active duty, enlisted to go to RASP one, which is the selection process for re- regiment. And then, okay. but I had I had to spend a year at Fort Campbell in the regular army to get time on station in order to even go. So here's where the Jeez. doubts come in, which if people are experiencing doubts, like I was I was wondering if I was capable, if I was too old. Right. Like I was, what, 30, 31 or so at the at time, and I'll get to that, but I was also going to be considered an import, which means I didn't grow up at regiment, which it's kind of, there's a kind of a stigma, and you have to, like, prove yourself. Like, you have to learn all the stuff and, you know, perform and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then yeah. uh, I also was worried I was going to auto-promote into a higher position, which would have been bad. And then... I could have went to Fort Campbell with a three-year contract, and the next thing you know, they, they deny my application to even go to RASP, you know. And then oh, there's geez. a whole thing on deployment cycles. All these doubts are in my head, you know, like, can I even do it? Because, yep. like, I don't want to go there and fail. You know, like, failure right, right. isn't the worst thing, but it doesn't make you feel good, you know. Right. Um, you still don't want to. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So, I finally – I got to go in uh, February despite, like, a, a minor injury, but I, I recovered as uh, not that big a deal. I made it through RASP and everything, and then they kind of messed up my paperwork and, and sent me. I I like earned 175, which is at Hunter, but they messed up my yeah. papers and tried to send me to 375, which isn't a huge deal. But you know, I was I was set on one because of yeah, uh, upcoming deployment. Right. Biggest thing was there was a deployment coming up. I was like, oh, I can get on that. Uh, yeah. So I I got to 175 back in June 19. And uh, I was an import, so I had to deal with that. Like no one likes, no one really like even talks to you. It's kind of you're kind of like yeah. until you prove yourself, you're kind of like a, you know, there's a stigma there. Uh, right. I got on that deployment, and when you're new, they don't know you. They don't know what you can do. They, you know, and that that's 100 percent reasonable. But like, I, you know, I really don't. But I spent a year at Campbell being a, a pre ranger instructor. So basically, you prep guys to go to ranger school. 
So I I learned all the classes and all that, and that's what we do here. We send guys to ranger schools to get their tabs. And I was like, you know what? I don't know much of how this place works. I can kind of shoot, but I'll I'll teach these new you know younger guys ranger school stuff. And then right. I just showed that I you know I worked out really hard. I was doing tons of like you know I was doing Murphs with the guys and stuff yeah. like that. Oh yeah. And uh, Love Murphs. yeah, and then I basically showed you know my I, my work ethic, and, I, and that's one thing like the one quality I do take credit for is uh, i'm a hard worker and yeah. they saw yep. that so they gave me a gun a gun position gun team leader position and then i ended up uh skipping over uh team leader to take a squad and then did a training cycle here and all of that but but at the end of the day wow uh, I, I never quit even though there and there's even more setbacks than that i just didn't cover everything because i don't want to ramble on but uh, I did at the that, end of the that day. That was just you know, recent. You got all that stuff after all that, man, dude. That's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, it took me. I mean, if you look at it, it's like five to six years of trying to get to this point, and it, it and honestly, it didn't pan out. I, I I didn't get exactly what I wanted, not the ideal deployment or whatever. But at the end of the day, you know, I did what I said I was going to do, and yep. uh, you know, it, it, there's a slogan: to, uh, "Deeds, not words." And it's, yeah. I think it's a, it's one of the infantry divisions, old slogans from World War Two. So I always thought that was pretty cool. But it, it, honestly, in, in the biggest part of that, and I don't want to keep going, but that feeling, like I, I first said, that losing my feelings, the that kicked, I, I fixed it with in in seventeen after that selection I told you about. That's when yeah. the first time I left, I got like legitimately lean. And I don't yeah. know, I don't know the science, and I'm, I could, you could take this out if I'm, if I'm being wrong, but supposedly I'm tracking that there's a, when you're at a certain body fat percentage, it causes a hormonal change, and you feel differently, like your testosterone and yeah. your HGH is higher, and, and yeah. that's the first yeah. time I ever felt that, which caused me to feel happiness again, and I was like, oh, that's wow. cool, like, because I honestly thought I was going to be the rest of my life just never feeling anything again, I was like, yeah. I'm not going to yeah. quit, yeah. but like, this is not pleasant, <laughs> So, right, right. I'm not enjoying it. Yeah. It, and honestly, that's that's how I fixed everything because it showed that I could feel things again, be happy again. I felt like a kid, yeah. like a high school. Yeah, like or Dude, like that's a little cool, kid. Again. Man. Like that's so. Here's the thing, and that's why I try to tell guys, like, and no one hears like you know, there's I mean, there's you know the outliers, but like overall, everyone's in pretty pretty good shape here. Uh, yeah. But not yeah. that you know, no, not everyone's necessarily like super super lean. And I'm not even talking right. like, you know, bodybuilding 3%. I'm saying just like 10-ish. And I'm like, listen, man, like Dang, you can it, feel yeah. feel great. Like it, it's almost like a drug. Yeah. It, it's that great of a right. feeling. And that's why I pass that on. I try I try to tell guys like, man, like, and I won't even go into the whole uh, age and thing like that. But that that's what, like, if I can get one thing across, is like at least try one time in your life if you haven't been. Uh, because there's, yeah. there's so many benefits, which I'm not going to sit here and cover, but yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just, just being fit, healthy. It's actually, no. I mean, we're texting back and forth about, I forget, um, how it started one. Well, one video game we used to play was X-Men two and it was awesome. He, and he, he texted me the cover <laughs> and the song. If you haven't played X-Men two on Sega Genesis, do it. It'll change your life. Well, but, Wars, um, yeah. <laughs> but anyways, uh, we were talking, he texted me one day about, uh, or you texted me one day about that working out at 6 a.m. And that's kind of how it started triggering doing this podcast. But it, he was talking about how he started waking up at 6 a.m. Or sorry, you started waking up at 6 a.m. And it made you feel better. And, like, I know, and that's just proof right there, like, you know, staying fit, staying healthy kind of just changes 
changes everything. And I know um, some of our members, they're the same way as that. Like they, they, you know, we have evening classes, morning classes, our online programs. Some people work out morning, night, but so many like mm-hmm. that morning workout just literally gives them energy throughout the rest of the day. So do you still work out like bright and early or not, I mean, not crazy bright and early, but you know, you're still doing so, that. Yeah, actually it, more and more specifically, it was doing like a, a very intense, like combat focus, like, like a hero walk kind of workout uh, first yeah. thing. And it just, it gets you going. And at one point when I was getting ready to even go to rest, I was waking up at four and I was working out before PT and then doing PT and then yeah, working again and stuff like that. But yeah, the zero four thing, and I even got that kind of. I don't really like him, but or I used to kind of follow stuff he said. But the Rock, he talked about that, like going to the gym when it's empty. Like I love the empty gym, like it's my favorite. But uh, going to the gym early before anyone's even up, and you know just working out, and then your day is set. But yeah, it was specifically that that first thing in the morning doing like some crazy intense workout, and you just feel amazing the rest of the day. Yeah. The whole, like, so failure, like, how I said, like, uh, I didn't want to go there and fail because it was such a risk or so much. I was putting off yeah. uh, my the start of my police career. Like, that's what I wanted to do. And, yeah. like, I had to wait till I'm, you know, out again. But the thing is, like, fail. I tell guys that would fail out of pre-ranger or fail ranger school or whatever, I was like, you're not a yeah. failure until you decide to be done. Like, you can keep right. going back and back and back. And it's only once you actually quit or – you give up that you, you did fail. Like it's not over yeah. until you say it's over, you know? So yeah, dude, that that's freaking awesome. Huge. Yeah, and then like, just, yeah. just understand that like uh, working out, like it, it's not like a, a day or week or month long solution. Like it, it's a, it's a never ending war. Like it doesn't it's a end. Lifestyle. So like, yeah, especially yeah. like, as you know, with like our side of the fan, like it doesn't, you have to constantly stay on it. Like it, yeah. Just keep going, and it's worth it. Like, it's the hard work is worth it, and, you know, yeah. earning it and hard work. So. Dude, let's go. Dude, that's awesome. Hey, man, appreciate it. Um, I'll talk to you soon. Let's Maybe let's try to do another podcast after the tactical games. We'll kind of kind of catch up and see how it goes. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. That'd be awesome. All right, man, um, good catching up with you, and I'll talk to you soon. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Neil. All right, thanks, bro. See you.